0: I want to, again, think about uh, returning from exile. Uh, Christ Church, along with many, many other churches, have been experiencing a prolonged online exile. Uh, Now, the Lord has been good to us. We have discovered new things and we have discovered good things uh, that we can carry forward with us in that exile. But we now Entering a season uh, where churches uh, are already back, or churches are planning and preparing to be back and to return from that exile. And uh, we are in a season where we are considering that for ourselves. And we want to be guided by the scriptures and led by the Holy Spirit. If John would put the PowerPoint up, uh, if we could. Just have the scripture back up again. This psalm, Psalm 126, is a great psalm of Israel rejoicing and looking forward and celebrating the good things that God has done for them. The Lord has done great things for us. We've been singing, Our God is Greater. Our God is a great God, and our God has done and is doing and will continue to do great things for us great things in us and great things through us and uh, we need to recognize that we need to celebrate that and as this psalm goes on to look at those who weep with tears now we may we may well weep and lament for all of the elements of our celebratory and worship life together that we cannot express in full right now but we look forward to the time where we can sing with joy and we look forward to the time where we can see people returning to the Lord Uh, may the Lord put a burden and uh, a deep desire and uh, a longing in our hearts uh, for uh, his harvest to come with greater measure in our town that we might see growth and increase and multiplication and not just in our own Uh, church, but in all the churches in this town and borough. Let's be praying and calling out for a mighty outpouring of the Spirit and a great returning of people to the Lord God Almighty. I just want to ask you a few questions arising out of this psalm. We were like those who dreamed. What are you dreaming about in the Lord right now? What are you getting excited about? What is your expectations? What is the Lord uh, revealing to you? And we can have our own dreams, of course, and everybody dreams every night. But what are we dreaming? What, what are those dreams and visions that the Lord is laying on our hearts and in our spirits? What are we rejoicing over? The Lord has filled our hearts with laughter and our tongue with singing. The Lord has made us glad. What are we rejoicing over? What is the Lord making us glad over at this time? What are we celebrating because of his goodness and his greats and the great things he is doing? Uh, We sow in tears. What are we weeping over? There is so much sadness and suffering, pain and sorrow in our world. There's so much for us to lament and pray over and to cry out to God to bring an end to. What are we weeping over in this season? And where are we sowing? And where are we seeking a harvest? What are we dreaming in the Lord? What are we rejoicing over? What are we weeping and lamenting over? And where are we sowing? And where are we seeking the harvest for the Lord? The Lord will do great things in us and through us and for us. Thank you, Jesus. We now move on to the second scripture, John. Thank you. So this is the, uh, a follow-on from a challenge that Haggai brought to the people of God. Uh, the people had returned To Jerusalem, and they had started to rebuild the temple. They had laid the foundation of the temple, and then opposition uh, began to materialize and multiply, and uh, letters were written to uh, the uh, emperor, the governor, uh, governors, and uh, ultimately the emperor, and the work was stopped because of the opposition. And people kind of carried on with their lives. And in the first half of the first chapter of Haggai, Haggai brings a challenge. And he he says, is it time for you yourselves to dwell in your panelled houses and this temple to lie in ruins? And then he brings the challenge that uh, why are they wondering why life is so difficult? Why are they not thriving? Why are they not prospering? Why are they not living successfully? Because they've been prioritizing their own lives and building their own houses and the opposition has disheartened them and discouraged them and it's been such a difficult year for so many hasn't it that it's easy for us potentially to be disheartened discouraged and in despair uh, but uh, and there is so much catching up to do in our own lives uh, friends family that we we need to see be, be, because we haven't been able to meet with them for so long and all of that's important and all of that is uh, vital but uh, we must also be those that uh, stay focused and uh, keep our focus on the lord and what the lord is seeking to do in and through our family and our community here at christchurch so uh, Haggai is, in these scriptures that we read, he is recognizing that here is a community that has responded in obedience, that they have heard the challenge and they they have uh, gathered their efforts and their strengths together and they are beginning to rebuild the temple. Will we be uh, that community that in obedience brings itself reverently before the presence of the Lord. Will we, like the people here, allow ourselves to be stirred by the Lord and stirred by the Spirit so that we can give ourselves to the work of the Lord in our midst? You know, how deeply are we connected with the Christchurch community? How deep do those connections go? You know, we were thinking earlier in mini-Zoom about uh, Jesus saying, I am the true vine, and uh, you are the branches. And unless you abide in Me, unless you remain in Me, you cannot produce fruit. You know we have to be closely uh, connected to Jesus, and we need to be closely connected with one another in the family of Christchurch, so that the Lord can bring the, the expression of the Spirit through us that He desires, and the Lord can bring the fruit. Uh, in and through Christchurch that he desires. It needs each and every one of us to play our part. So, so important. And just like this, people were greatly stirred for a great work of God amongst them. May we be those that are open and will allow the Lord to stir us, uh, stir us in our hearts, stir us in our spirit, stir us in our vision, stir us in our expectations. And uh, stir us up to uh, go and uh, reap a harvest in Jesus' name. The Lord is always seeking a harvest in and through his people, and the harvest is always uh, white and ready to be reaped. Will we let him stir us to be those workers in his vineyards and in his fields uh, to bring in that harvest for his glory in Jesus' name? If we move on to the next slide John under uh, both Ezra and Nehemiah the people of God returned the people of God began to rebuild and the life and uh, spiritual life and communal life of Israel was restored and we will be returning and uh, At the moment, that uh, will not be straight to Acton Community Resource Center. That building will be a little bit delayed in its opening. So at the moment, we're looking at potentially uh, using St. Margaret's church building, uh, likely in the afternoons. And uh, that is what we're looking at in the imminent uh, few weeks and months ahead. Uh, Obviously, our priority is to get back into the building at Acton as soon as we possibly can. But we could only use that under community uh, building guidelines at the moment, which would be a limit of 15. uh, Whereas you have greater capacity with numbers, if we're using a church. So that is the reason why. But it will still be a season of singing the Lord's song in a strange land, Psalm 137, because of course there will be continuing restrictions around singing together. And that is such a uh, vibrant, such a powerful and such an important aspect of our communal worship life together. Uh, It's the way we celebrate the Lord together. So much of that is through song. And uh, obviously there are challenges uh, that will remain around that for some time yet we will have to rebuild uh, the communal worship uh, uh, our prayer ministry and other ministries which have uh, not been easy in this online um format uh, uh, when i say prayer we are praying online of course and and i, I would say in terms of our praying together uh, zoom and online has enhanced that but in terms of praying for people It's uh, not so easy in the virtual world as it is in the physical world. And of course, as I shared last time, we are all living stones in that temple that the Lord is building through the spirit. And uh, every stone has its part to play. Every stone has its position. Every stone brings that harmony uh, and that beauty uh, to uh, the whole building. You and I have a bespoke, a unique, a special place to play in the life of Christchurch. And uh, Christchurch needs us as its living stones to take our place and to play our part. And then the restoration, the restoration of our ministries and our mission, the restoration of people's lives and the restoration of the wider life Of Christchurch. There is much for us to rebuild and restore in the power of the Spirit as we return from this uh, online exile. We go on to the next slide please John. The return of the people of Israel was a phased return in three phases over a period of about 100 years. Firstly with Zerubbabel and Ezra and uh, then some more with Ezra as they uh, rediscovered the law and reinstituted the worship and then finally under Nehemiah as they built the walls of Jerusalem again a mighty work and act of God in only 52 days. Undoubtedly for us it will be a phased return. Uh, Two factors will primarily influence that. Uh, One the numbers because obviously social distancing measures are still in place and that limits the amount of people that you can get in the buildings at this time. And the second thing, of course, will be people's confidence to return and uh, you must return when you feel fully confident. And as we've said numerous times, we will not coerce, we will not pressure people return. You will return when you are good and ready in the midst of those three returns uh esther comes on the scene as well and esther plays a mighty role on behalf of her people she is used by god for such a time as this and i believe with all my heart that god has brought each and every one of us to wrexham to live in this area God has brought each and every one of us to Christchurch for such a time as this. We are placed and we are positioned for purpose in God. And just like Esther, we are placed and we are positioned to bring a breakthrough for others. God wants to bring breakthrough for others in and through you. You know, do you believe that? Do you have faith for that? Is that something you can get behind? I, I believe that's a word of the Lord to us. God wants to bring breakthrough in and through you for others, just like he did for Esther. Will mean salvation and deliverance and rescue for many. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God can do far more in you and through you than you could ever hope or imagine. You know, can we expand our vision and expectation of what the Lord can do in us and through us? I hope you can hear me okay. Our internet's been a little bit unstable this time. And finally, uh, the next slide, I want to think about being stirred up. The people here were stirred up to obedience at the Lord's house over and above their own individual houses. You know, will we let the Lord stir us to take up the purposes and priorities on His heart for Christ Church at this time? The people were stirred up for holiness under uh, uh, Ezra. Uh, there was a return to the law, the law was read out, and the people uh, half wept and half. Uh, rejoiced, uh, but the word of God, uh, the law of the Lord, made an impact in their lives and in their hearts. Are we those that will let the word of God stir us and shape us and, and to his plans? Uh, the way they heard the word of the Lord, they heard the law of the Lord, and they heeded the word of the Lord, and they obeyed the word of the Lord. it led to action in one of the things they did in Ezra chapters 9 and 10 is they recognized that marrying into the foreign nations was leading them into idolatry so they put away the foreign wives and they uh, broke themselves off from the idolatry that was uh, seeping into their lives you know we, we need to stir ourselves to holy living how we live matters because your life is a constant testimony. And we need to be ruthless with idolatry in our lives. You know, I'm a great sports fan. I love watching sport, but I was deeply convicted as a young man and all of my Manchester United uh, memorabilia, I threw it out because the Lord had to come first. And I just don't keep any of that anymore. I still love watching mine united and uh, celebrating and sorrowing uh, as they win or they lose Uh, but uh, all of the stuff that was uh, getting in the way of my relationship with Jesus I had to get rid of it and uh, you know we have to be ruthless with those things that distract us and distance us from the Lord and that will be different for you and that will be different for me but are we aware of that which draws us away from the lord that which causes us to be distracted that which pulls us away from him that which stops us being close because if we're not close then the life uh, giving energy of the spirit cannot flow from christ to his people and we will not produce any fruit for him so let's be a people that stood to obedience and holiness uh rooting out uh sinful practice and idolatry in our lives you know they were those that were stirred up to be accountable and they were stirred up to action Uh, in Ezra 8 as they returned and carried the implements of the temple Andrew reminded us last week the priests and the Levites uh, were weighed uh, because what they were carrying was weighed there was an accountability for the job that they were taking on uh, the action they undertook, they were f- perfectly willing to be accountable for it. You know, as we, they set their hands to God's work and uh, they set their minds to God's work as well. You see both in Nehemiah, Nehemiah 2.18 and Nehemiah 4 and 16. So are we ready to serve with our hands and our bodies? And are our minds focused and are our hearts fully behind what the Lord is seeking and wanting to do in and through the family of Christchurch. Are we ready to carry our load and take up our responsibility like those priests and those Levites? You know, they all took responsibility in rebuilding the walls. Everybody took responsibility for a section of the wall. And with his family and with his household, he made sure it got rebuilt. Each and every one of us has a vital, a crucial, uh, a bespoke, a special part to play. It would be so easy to leave it to other people or leave it to leaders or, or leave it to the next person. But that's not the way the family and the community of God operate. It is about every part playing its part. Paul talks to us about the body of Christ in the New Testament and how important it is that we honor and respect all and that all play their part for the whole to function properly. You know, they had shovels in one hand and they had swords and spears and shields in another. They were ready to work and to build and they were ready to battle and they were ready to watch. You know, we need to be ready to do both, to get our hands dirty, but also to fight in prayer and spiritual warfare uh, for God to accomplish all he needs to do in our midst. Will we take up our shovels and will we take up our shields and our spears and our swords? Will we build and will we battle and will we work and will we watch? All of us need to be involved in both of those tasks. It is not a task to say, I'm just a builder or I'm just a battler. No, we do both together. We are in it together and we are working in partnership with the spirit. And as we build and as we battle, God has given us gifts and talents and abilities. He has blessed us with spiritual gifts. You are a very gifted person in the Lord. And the Lord encourages us to stir up the gift that is within you. It's a time to be stirred in obedience, a time to be stirred in in holiness a time to be stirred in accountability and action and as we stirred, to stir up the gifts that are within us the lord has given you uh unique and bespoke gifts to contribute uh to be a blessing to others and a blessing to the work of god we are all to be contributors uh to the work of god in our midst holy spirit has deposited those gifts and uh, provides the power for you to operate in them but you need to strengthen it and you need to sharpen it stir up take responsibility you know we were reading a little bit from psalm 137 earlier also in that psalm it talks about harps hanging on the willow trees it it, it will have been so easy in this lockdown to lay aside and to uh, put down some of the gifts And abilities that the Lord has given us. Now is the time to take them up uh, and to operate in them, uh, to start uh, to polish them, to shape them, to strengthen them, to sharpen them, uh, and ask the Holy Spirit uh, to stir us in that task. So may we truly be a people uh, ready to uh, return, ready to rebuild, ready to be uh, restored in and through the power of the spirit and ready to be stirred, stirred for action and stirred to bring in the harvest in the power of the spirit. Let us pray together. Father God, we thank you uh, that you are on the move in our midst. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would stir afresh every heart, O Lord, Every spirit will be stirred. Stir us to obedience, O Lord. Stir us to holiness, O Lord. Give us a deeper reverence for your word. Open our eyes to see your will and your ways in your word like we've never seen before, O Lord. Stir us to accountability <coughs> and action. O oh lord and stir up the gifts within us we pray father that we might bring honor and glory to your great name and father that we might see a harvest in our midst in jesus name amen